If you have comments about today's show or any questions, please email sherry at sherryhillshow.com. The essence of the independent mind lies not in what it thinks, but in how it thinks. Your thinking determines your level of success or failure in every area of your life, including business. It shouldn't be a leap for you to see you can't have a thriving business unless your business thinking is accurate. And if you don't, you'll most likely fail. The bottom line, you are what you think and your business reflects that. Time is incredibly valuable and it is something we can never get back. Determining how to best spend our time can be a struggle. Many successful entrepreneurs have found that striking a balance between spending their time doing versus spending their time thinking can make a huge difference when it comes to making progress towards the future. Unfortunately, many entrepreneurs have never given any thought to how they think. If you are experiencing frustration, battling ineffectiveness, suffering financial losses, or have stagnated, it's a result of poor thinking. Most entrepreneurs don't realize there is a process to successful business thinking, and it typically starts with that every stumbling block in their business is a lesson. And by not learning the lesson, as in thinking differently, it means the lesson will be repeated until it's finally learned or they no longer have a chance to learn it. Success in business and in your personal life is less a matter of what you know than how you think. Why? Because of the internet. Information is everywhere and therefore you can't rely on information alone to give you a sustainable competitive advantage. It's what you do with the information, how you sift through it, evaluate it, transform it into knowledge, and maximize its money-making payoff. Right now, the biggest leverage point in your business is you. And your biggest leverage point is your thinking. By improving your thinking, a wave of improvement will sweep through your life and your business. I was inspired by Bob Proctor about his idea of thinking. He mentioned that mental activity doesn't constitute thinking. Thinking is happening in our intellect and conscious mind with many other feelings, and many of us have mistaken our feelings and conditioned understandings, beliefs, perceptions as thinking. Have you ever noticed that you can do lots of things without thinking? For example, you can drive home safely while you're thinking about your job, tomorrow's game, dinner plans, etc. Your daily routines are the best examples of habitual behaviors which have been proven that we seldom think when we perform those activities. The type of thinking that grows your business and makes you wealthy isn't the passive autopilot type. In fact, it's more in line with the type of thinking those champion chess players are engaged in when their brain is firing on all cylinders. It's more active, much more strenuous and focused. The type of mental activities I'm referring to are when you are actively and intentionally fixated on observing, remembering, wondering, imagining, inquiring, interpreting, evaluating, judging, identifying, supposing, composing, comparing, analyzing, calculating, and even metacognition, thinking about thinking. The first step in improving your thinking is to eliminate the contributing factors to inaccurate and unprofitable thinking. I have found that entrepreneurs suffer from three roadblocks when it comes to harnessing the power of thought. The first is flawed beliefs caused by faulty assumptions. 
Over your lifetime, you've developed a countless number of beliefs. Most are accurate and serve you well, but some are not accurate and cause you incredible harm. We tend to undervalue evidence that contradicts our beliefs and overvalue evidence that confirms them. We filter out inconvenient truths and arguments on the opposing side. As a result, our opinions solidify and it becomes increasingly harder to disrupt established patterns of thinking. The second most common and I believe most destructive contributing factor to inaccurate and unprofitable thinking is fuzzy outcomes and sequences. Because it's only when you're absolutely clear about what you're trying to create, the necessary components to create it, and the steps you'll need to take to get it, can you then separate the essential from the non-essential and make the sort of decisions that propel you towards the business growth and profits you desire. The third roadblock is inaccurate maps of achievement. Successful entrepreneurs know the invisible rules of life and business. In other words, how the world really works, and they organize their efforts accordingly. Without this knowledge, you'll end up overlooking the obvious, go down false paths, have unrealistic expectations about certain actions, and remain blind to the tremendous upside of seemingly small, unlinked decisions. While there is certainly a cumulative benefit to addressing and fixing all three, you'll immediately experience a noticeable improvement by addressing even a single one. The good news is thinking is a skill, and like all skills, you can improve your ability with practice. That means you can actually train yourself to be a better thinker, and the more you practice it, the better you'll get at it. The even better news is the more you improve your thinking ability, the more opportunities you'll have to build a better business and a better life. Because when your thinking improves, you'll not only see more clearly, think more creatively, and plan more effectively, you will also reduce many of the mistakes entrepreneurs make due to faulty thinking. It's really quite simple. In order to change your results, you need to change yourself. Beliefs are powerful. They impact your thoughts, your attitudes, and your actions. Therefore, right now, your beliefs are either helping or hindering your results. In the next few minutes, I'm going to expose seven false beliefs for what they are. This way you can counteract them, eliminating the symptoms they're currently causing in your life so you can become a better thinker. False belief. My current life and actions don't reflect me, my future life, and actions will. True belief. Your current life and your current actions are the only accurate reflection of who you are. Symptoms. Procrastination, lack of urgency, not doing the things that must be done, excessive time-wasting, analysis paralysis. You're living your real life right now. There is no someday. There is only today. There is no later. There's only now. When tomorrow comes, it will be another today, so will the next day. There is never anything but today, and if the struggling entrepreneur doesn't make the changes necessary right now, as in today, then they're simply deluding themselves. No success is immediate, nor is any failure instantaneous. They are both products of what you believe, how you think, and what you do. Number two. 
destination disease, fixating on outcome. Did you ever catch yourself thinking something like this? If only you already had, achieved, finished, insert your desire here, everything would be different. False belief. Reaching the goal is the only important point. True belief. The goal is important, but the journey to the goal is even more important. Symptoms. Perfectionism. Low frustration tolerance. Give up on goals. Pessimism. When achieving the goal is the only thing that matters, the achieving process gets discounted, reduced to a series of obstacles, annoyances to handle, to get what you really want and be where you want to be. The increased importance of the outcome ends up overshadowing the value you get during the achievement process. Success is much simpler when you actually enjoy the process. The third false belief is immediate gratification. Instant success. False belief. All it takes is one lucky break to succeed. True belief. Success and failure is never immediate or caused by one action. Instead, it's a process. Symptoms. Consistently buy into hype, false claims, and get rich quick. Constantly changing plans, lack of follow-through, excessive time researching, always looking for the one big thing, the next big break, the special secret. Discount the need to master the basics, procrastinate on all the small things. The search for immediate success forces you to become preoccupied with finding shortcuts. Soon thereafter, intelligence gives way to expedience. Infected entrepreneurs end up confusing speed with progress, adrenaline with purpose, and urgency with importance. In real life, everything important happens through time. After this break, we're going to tackle our fourth false belief. More, more, more. Sage International Incorporated helps you start your business and provides the ongoing support, information, and education to make sure you stay in business. For over 26 years, Sage International, a local Reno business, has been working with solopreneurs, real estate investors, nonprofits, and seasoned business owners, making sure you're structured in the right entity, taxed in the right way, so you protect your assets and reduce your taxes immediately. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515. Or visit sageintl.com. Welcome back and Happy New Year. You can choose to think in ways that will support you in your happiness and success instead of ways that don't. Our false belief number four, more, 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 more is always better than less. True belief, less is more because of focus, output, and effectiveness. Symptoms, lack of focus, confusion, poor results, half-done projects, lack of progress. I call this bandwidth. Are you spread too thin? Are you the Jane or Jack of all trades, master of none? This is about making better choices of what to say yes to, and more important, what you should say no to. Where attention goes, energy flows, and results show. 
Our fifth damaging false belief is blaming a lack of resources instead of a lack of resourcefulness. False belief. Success only comes from having the right resources. True belief. Resources are much less important than resourcefulness. Symptoms. Always delay taking action on your dreams. You spend the majority of your time looking for resources. You consistently blame your lack of resources for a lack of progress. Overlook real opportunities to get to your goals. Procrastination. Not fully leveraging what you have. Consistently get stuck on projects, goals, and important activities. You see, it is never a lack of resources. I wish I had more time, employees, some secret strategy, or expensive software that stops entrepreneurs from achieving their dreams, hopes, and ambitions. It is simply a lack of resourcefulness. Being resourceful means you have the ability to find a way to get what you want done. Number six, no limits, how freedom causes failure. Another popular delusion many entrepreneurs suffer from is thinking that not having limits allows them to be more creative, more effective, and therefore more successful. But once again, that's the opposite of how things really are. False belief. I'm at my best and most productive when no limits are placed on me. True belief. Limits force creativity and action. The more limits placed on me, the more productive I am. Symptoms, lack of focus, not making progress on top priorities, spread too thin, always jumping from one idea to the next, perfectionism. Limits are the scaffolding that supports your success. While our creative side intuitively seeks freedom and openness, our personal productivity and our business performance desperately requires limits. Our lives are filled with too much, too much time, too much information, too much clutter, too many strategies, too many tactics. In other words, too much freedom. By embracing limits, you'll get more focused, more powerful, and get much greater results. Our seventh false belief is getting juiced by ideas. Ideas are powerful. Being able to generate lots of great ideas will either be a blessing or a curse, and it all depends on you. If you force yourself to first come up with as many good ideas as you can, then value rank them and choose the best one, it'll be a blessing. But if your ideas spread you too thin, cause you to pivot too often, and leave you nothing more than scattered, then your ability to generate ideas will lead to your downfall. As your list grows, the real winners will stand out. And each time you look at those winning ideas, the pressure to implement will grow. When it grows to a high enough level, you'll immediately get into action. And that means all those other ideas that keep showing up just get added to your list to review in the future. I hope you understand how these seven false beliefs I've shared, future living, destination disease, immediate gratification, the search for more, 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 waiting for resources, having no limits, or getting juiced by too many ideas can inflict major damage. So the next step is to rid yourself of these toxic beliefs and possibly others you will discover that decreases your ability to be effective, doing what's right, and ultimately prevents you from reaching your goals. Once you take the time to poke holes 
in your old beliefs, it's important to replace them with new beliefs. If you outthink in advance the challenges you're certain to come up against, you will learn how to make a pre-decision, which is a tripwire that sounds an alarm and triggers a premeditated action that'll keep you on track. Here's how it works. You think through where, when, and how you'll be tempted to not follow through on the right actions, and you decide in advance how you'll respond in these precarious situations. This is how you think and plan about your actions before you need to. This way, when you're in the thick of temptation and rationalization, you won't succumb to your old destructive behaviors. One of the biggest challenges I see with struggling entrepreneurs is a lack of focus. If you're experiencing information overload, unsure about your next steps, often jump from one strategy or tactic to another, lack the confidence and certainty you'd like to have to achieve your dreams, and you're not sure when you might actually reach your goals stems from a neglected critical knowledge. If you ask yourself these three questions, you'll go from fuzzy thinking to focused thinking. One, exactly what do you want from your business? Two, what is the minimum necessary to have it? Three, what is the fastest and easiest way to get what's necessary? To answer these questions, it will require some heavy-duty thinking on your part. That's right. Nobody can give you the answers. You have to think your way to it. It's rare I meet an entrepreneur who's got a well-thought-out answer to exactly what they want from their business. Of course, you want money and freedom. Who doesn't? But really, what exactly do you want your business to do for you and your family, your team, and your customers? And what does that look like exactly? How can it be objectively measured? Without clarity, your day becomes a series of haphazard steps designed to deal with symptoms often mistaken for real problems. Symptoms like a lack of cash flow, unfinished products, lack of marketing, anything and everything that confuses activity with accomplishment because you're not crystal clear about what your business success looks like, so you waste massive amounts of time, energy, and resources. Next, Let's say you're clear about what business success means to you. Now you have to answer the next question, which is just as vital. What's absolutely necessary to getting the business success you desire? This comes down to focusing on what you should be saying yes to, strategies and tactics, and more important, what you should be saying no to, opportunities, ideas, appointments, and the extensive to-do list that gets you no closer to the outcome you desire. All right, let's say you've got a clear business goal and you're certain on the minimum necessary to get it. There's no doubt you're already making progress, but you'd like it if success came faster, right? Who wouldn't? For successful entrepreneurs, impatience gets channeled in searching for the fastest path to their goals and then acting with urgency. For opportunity seekers, it gets channeled into a search for immediate gratification desperately believing in the hype, and buying multiple magic bullets with big promises. It's not that simple. What it requires is thinking, a real mental effort that can leave you exhausted after doing it for 30 to 45 minutes, or especially when it's done through a real thinking time process. Warren Buffett had this to say, 
I insist on a lot of time being spent thinking almost every day to just sit and think. That is very uncommon in American business. I read and think. So I do more reading and thinking and make less impulse decisions than most people in business. It's much easier if you start by preparing a high-value question before the actual thinking time session begins. The better the question, the more insightful and robust the answers and possibilities created. Here is a sample of five core disciplines you can use during your thinking time. One, find the unasked question. Create a question that will result in clarity and generate better choices. If you start with, how might I, so that I can, question. How might I generate an additional $20,000 a month in profits so that I can afford to invest in a new building and double our capacity? Two, separate the problem from the symptom. Identify the real obstacle blocking your progress. This is no easy task and often requires peer input, brutal honesty, and penetrating questions. Three, check assumptions. Differentiate the facts from the story you keep spinning. Our mind is the greatest soap opera scriptwriter in history. It makes up incredible stories, usually based in dramas and disasters, of things that never happened and probably never will. Mark Twain said it best, I've had thousands of problems in my life, most of which never actually happen. Four, consider second-order consequences. Clarify the risks and the possibility cost of being wrong. What is the upside? What is the downside? Can I live with the downside? An important decision that does not identify the possible risks as well as the probability and cost of failure is a decision with a high likelihood of creating drama. The problem with drama is that it always costs money. Five, create the machine. Create the executable plan and identify the resources, people and money, required to solve the real core problem and make forward progress. A good idea that can't be executed is a bad idea. A very powerful and useful tool I use is writing in a daily journal. Why? Because daily writing in a journal will keep you thinking day in and day out for the rest of your life, and you'll reap enormous dividends from this one simple habit for the rest of your life. Here's different ways you can use your journal. Overall thinking. I do more thinking while writing on the pages of my journal than anywhere else. And since this is done daily, it requires some serious brain power. Whether recording and exploring ideas, writing out my goals and holding myself accountable for them, getting in touch with my feelings or using it for reflective thinking about important areas of my life, spiritual, financial, relationships, business, etc., I write things down in a way that expresses my gratitude for all the little and big things happening in my life, and what I have discovered is when I think in the positive, I experience less stress and find myself much happier. You can use it for critical thinking. If you are struggling with a problem, either personally or in business, I go to my journal and start writing. First, I define the problem as clearly as I can. Next, I determine the cause of it. After that, I brainstorm solutions. Then I pick the best solution. And last but not least, I create an action plan for me to solve it once and for all. I am a visual thinker, so I often create diagrams or a mind map to help me clearly think things through. You can also use it for creative thinking. 
A format I like is free flow writing, which is a highly effective tool that opens communication between your conscious cognitive mind and the unconscious intuitive mind. You're not concerned with spelling, grammar, or how legible your handwriting is. You just empty on the page, stream of consciousness, no stopping to think, edit, or judge. It's been said thinking is nothing more than asking and answering questions in your mind. The logical conclusion to that statement is this. Start asking yourself better questions and you'll immediately improve your thinking. Which leads to the question, where do you find those better questions that lead you to better thinking? My answer, you are exposed to those questions all the time. You come across them in books, articles, blogs, reports, meetings, conferences, and in conversations with people all the time. Anytime you come across a great question, write it down. The idea is to have a data bank of questions that you eventually categorize so you can pull them out and inspire your best thinking whenever it's necessary. Designing a thinking time process that works for you will be no different than figuring out any other ritual you want to create. The time of day, the best location, and the optimum duration are all discovered through practice and experimentation until you have created a thinking time process that best supports your outcomes. If you don't take control of your thinking, then you're not in control of yourself, and you're definitely not in control of your future. My sincere hope is that you don't let yourself be pushed around by the fears in your mind, but instead be led by the dreams in your heart. Happy New Year from me, Sherry Hill. Thank you for tuning into The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.